So I actually wanted to make this video a while ago, um, but I took some time to calm down because it makes me pretty angry. Whoever runs the Occupy Democrats group continually posts stuff that just makes me want to find whoever's doing that and hit them like, <laughs> like upside the head. Like, what are you doing? Um, the reason why is because of stuff like this. You're using this account to simp for, of all people, Liz Cheney. I've noticed recently now, and we're going to be going over some of those conversations in this video, that if you crap on Trump, then it's like baptism. You're immediately free of all, you're cleansed of all of your sins. All you got to do is help them trash on Trump. You know, remember what I've said for the longest time that there's like this weird hierarchy in the woke movement, you know, that if you like there are things that if you do this thing, then it's more important than anything else. It's okay if you're a rapist, if you happen to have been shot by the police while unarmed. You know, it's okay if, you know, you are a rapist of children, as long as you were one of the people who attacked Kyle Rittenhouse. That's the kind of absurdity that goes on, and this is definitely no different. Particularly considering the fact that it wasn't even that long ago, but a couple of weeks ago, that the left was screaming stuff like this. which is exactly, ironically, actually put out by the same stupid account. Thoughts and prayers are useless to dead children. Because the issue of dead children is really important, unless we're talking about, you know, the ones that live in the womb, or perhaps these children. It's no more dead kids unless we're talking about Iraq. Unless we're talking about something that, for some reason, you have the privilege not to recognize as a problem. This is why I wouldn't vote for Joe Biden. It's why I wouldn't vote for Hillary Clinton. And it's why now, watching all of you salivate as you stick Liz Cheney's corn cob in your mouth, it makes me want to scream. I'm sure that this Iraqi little girl definitely feels some measure of comfort in the knowledge that Liz Cheney was mean to Trump for you. I'm sure that this Iraqi little girl sitting next to the corpse of her father definitely feels better about what went on in that war and what Liz Cheney's part was in it and what her father's part was in it. Because after all, Liz Cheney was stunning and brave and helped you guys go after Donald Trump. So all sins are forgiven. I'm sure she has no problem with that. You know, I'm sure she'll forgive the United States for that. I'm sure that this Iraqi family who no doubt lost their patriarch in that war is going to feel much better about what happened to them especially since some of you morons are talking about what a great president you think this woman would be, and you're even singing the praises now of George Bush and any Republican that will come forward and talk out against Donald Trump. Because mean tweets and the things that bothered you about Donald Trump is definitely, you know, something on par with the trauma of the people of Iraq. Obviously. I'm sure that the parents and loved ones of the American children, essentially, the young adults who were in the U.S. military fighting that war so that Liz Cheney's company, Liz Cheney's dad's company, you know, could enjoy amazing profits, you know, over the course of it through KBR. I'm really confident that, you know, they realized that their sacrifice was for a good cause, making her dad rich. But hey, I know you didn't mean those kids. You meant the kids who died at the recent school shooting, which was a tragedy, but in typical fashion of the privileged, you know, for some reason, get over it. That was a long time ago. Non-anti-war activists that have taken over the left 
you know, the dead children of Iraq are invisible. And if you're concerned about the gun rights issue to the point where you're all spitting and, you know, calling every Republican a fascist and all of that and suggesting that the shooter who was actually a left authoritarian who had studied communist ideology since he was 12 years old was actually somehow a mainstream Republican. I already did a video about that. You can watch it later. But, you know, for all of that talk, let's just go look at what her perspective on the issue is. So let's take this off of her campaign website. Um, Liz has consistently been endorsed and supported by pro-gun advocates such as the NRA and the Shooting Sports Foundation and will continue to support gun owners from across the state. She will always push back against universal background checks, red flag laws that do not respect due process, and assault rifle bans. So remember, we're screaming no dead kids, but even this person who you're just absolutely worshipping, like she's just the most amazing Republican ever, oh man, I hope she runs for president, and she's the leader that the Republican Party needs, does not even support the kinds of weapons bans that you were asking for less than a week ago. She's also not a big fan of Roe versus Wade. Um, totally pro-life, you know. But again, all you got to do is crap on Trump, and then all of your sins are washed away. And while she seems to be trying to rebrand herself to some extent, she hasn't exactly been the best ally of the LGBTQ community either, and opposed gay marriage until very recently. Um, she has also been involved in recent legislation, so this isn't just a matter from a long time ago. She voted against the Equality Act, the one that all of you were basically begging for because it was going to protect, you know, the rights of trans people to participate in sports um, opposite to their biological, you know, gender, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So it's just it's amazing to me how the left has the left has no long term memory and it has no short term memory. She also supports funding for Israel. And it wasn't even that long ago that you guys were losing your shit about what was going on with the Palestinians and the Israelis and acting like anybody who in any way supported Israel in any fashion was evil and a fascist and, um, you know, a pro-murderer. And once again, you know, don't, don't let's not forget, we're talking about dead children. No more dead kids. You guys would talk about those dead kids, the Palestinian dead kids. They were important until now. Because kids don't matter as long as you're attacking Trump. Again, your priorities are so fucked up. Like, you can go after Trump. Fine. I don't like Trump either. But to completely forget and ignore that somebody literally actively was involved in funding Israel, you know, know, leading us into Iraq on lies, you know, and especially, I mean, we'll go over some of those conversations in a moment because I took some screenshots so you guys don't think I'm exaggerating. But this just shows absolute inability on the part of the left to have any form of coherent, consistent thought. This is terrifying, honestly, because one second, anybody who ever suggests that Israel has a right to defend themselves, like, for example, Andrew Yang, one of the most competent, smart, left-leaning, cares-about-the-people candidates that we've had in recent memory, well, you guys went after him like a fucking inquisition because he dared to suggest that Israel has a right to defend itself. And now you've got Liz Cheney's dick in your mouth 
acting like she's just the greatest person. Oh my goodness, she's so stunning and brave, and she's a constitutionalist, and she's the leader that the Republicans need. Again, I'm not exaggerating. This is the shit these people are saying in Occupy Democrats. You know, and she funds, she was voting for funding Israel, and she'll continue to do it. I just, it's unbelievable. I said, you guys will love her until she votes for the next war. Her father got a lot of people killed. To which this person responds, give it a rest. And I'm like, no, I understand that it's cute and all that she helps people slam on Trump. That doesn't make her a good person. Ask the hundreds of thousands of dead Iraqis to, quote, give it a rest and see how that works out. Fuck her and anyone who supports her. To which this person said bye and then blocked me. So then I just shared this picture of a soldier holding a dead Iraqi child. I am sure the dead child in this picture, along with the soldier sadly cradling their body, feel better knowing that Liz Cheney was mean to Trump. Later in that same thread, this person here, Erica Freer or whatever, says she's not her father. I linked this article in a bunch of different places, and it's on Mother Jones, a totally left-leaning outlet, that outlined exactly what her role specifically not just what her dad did, but her role specifically was in getting us into Iraq, in you know furthering torture, the Patriot Act, etc. I shared this article everywhere, and a lot of people just shut up. Because what are they going to do? They're going to argue that Mother Jones is Fox News or something? But anyway, I said she helped her father make Iraq happen, wrote a book with him on foreign policy, and advocated for torture. The apple is not falling far from the tree. You guys really need to prioritize. Is she going to vote for Medicare for all? Absolutely not. Is she going to vote for free college? Nope. Is she going to support any progressive ideas? Not a chance in hell. Being being a political opportunist and attacking Trump does not suddenly mean she is one of us. And this is really important. You guys need to understand, and this is once again addressing specifically to the left, the only reason that the Bush Republicans even give a shit about this, the reason they turned on Trump is because he will not invade more countries for them. They don't care about anything else that is important to you. They don't care about any of your issues, as I've already demonstrated. They're only helping you go after Trump because he would not invade more countries. He would not further their neoconservative agenda. Hillary Clinton would have. Biden likely will in some fashion. We'll see how that goes. But, you know, he certainly did in the past, and I did a whole video about his part in Iraq recently. You know, but anyway, continuing, she says, I am not a Republican. That does not mean I can't respect her honesty as part of this investigation. That is the problem with people today. People hate other people for not being exactly like they are. Stupid, and it is causing more of the problems we have today. And I said, her honesty in this investigation is totally political. The Bush era Republicans don't like Trump because of all of her, because despite all of his flaws, he didn't take us in any more wars. I was at Occupy Wall Street at the conclusion of the Bush years, and hating Trump doesn't make you one of us. And then I said, ask the dead children of Iraq if they respect her honesty. This person said, a true Republican, not a maggot. To which I said, if you mean she is a neoconservative, pro-war, pro-torture, Bush-era Republican, sure. I am not sure that is really much better. To which Susan, you know, fast up and says, well, everything's messed up. I'm like, a true Republican, not a MAGA. What, whatever. Another exchange kind of went similar. You know, somebody says, you never know. She could be running for president someday. And, of course, I answered with some of the same points I've already made, shared the article. And she's like, give it a rest. 
Like, we could just give it a rest. You know, give thousands of dead, innocent people a rest. Give it a rest. She's a lot better than the men in her party, if you can call them that. And I said, no, she's really not. What happened to no more dead kids? You know, what you guys were all saying less than a couple weeks ago. Too bad others don't read the Constitution and follow it. So proud of you, Liz. You won't be ashamed of the way you'll be viewed in the history books. Thank you. And I said, nah, those of us activists with more than a couple years of memory remember Iraq, the Patriot Act, torture, etc., all of which she advocated for. Helping you hate Trump is not enough to not be a piece of shit. And she go, he goes, well, yes, but I am proud of her now. She really is trying to save democracy. I agree otherwise. And I went, really? And linked an article about how Iraqi air raid had hit mostly women and children. And anybody who was an activist in 2008 when Bush was in charge and the Patriot Act was being circulated would know that there was a whole lot of fucked up stuff that was being floated that absolutely was unconstitutional, that absolutely was undemocratic. I mean, it was the closest to fascism we've ever been. Nothing that Trump has done is even, even comes close to what was in the Patriot Act, if you bother to read it. But again, no sense of history. At least, I, 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 we can't even really call it that. It's like selective memory. Here's another one. Liz Cheney should be the leader of the Republican Party. If the Republicans truly want to save the party, she honors her oath and put America first. To which somebody said, ha ha ha, calling her a Republican. And then Erica says, she's probably one of the last true Republicans left. And I said, well, those of us who've been doing this for more than 20 minutes happen to remember her role in Iraq. Shifting back to the pro-Israel stance for a moment, I had to go back to, to you know, July 28, 2021, when it was still cool to talk about what's going on in Israel and Palestine to find this. You know, this article is a must-read for all who identify as progressive and also believe in intersectionality, social justice, and fighting all forms of oppression. Too often in a so-called progressive circles, we do we see examples of progressive except Palestine. So this is the kind of rhetoric that was being passed around at the time. You had to absolutely be anti-Israel in any way to be accepted into the club. Well, unless you talk shit about Trump, then it's totally fine if you voted to fund Israel. If you think I'm exaggerating about what it was like to talk to the left during that particular time period, here's an excellent example. Because if you did not agree with them wholeheartedly on everything, and I might add, my position was just that both sides needed to stop lobbing explosives into population centers populated by innocent people, which both sides of the situation were doing, you know, but again, if you don't line up, you know, Palestine was a genocide, apparently, um, and I'm a white supremacist. <laughs> so if you're pro-Israel in any way, you're a white supremacist. Was it just a nut job on Twitter or Facebook? No, it was pretty common. And here's another one. I am a proud progressive who thinks Liz Cheney, Mitt Romney, and George Bush are true patriots. So somehow you can be a progressive and believe that George Bush and Liz Cheney are true patriots. This one was, again, May 6, 2021. Ironically, around the same time that a lot of that Palestine stuff was getting circulated, you know, but so it wasn't just random people. This was the this is the narrative in the you know in the media too, and it's pretty clear that what's happening here is that there's an attempt to try to get the neoconservative part of the Republican Party that everybody has forgotten about in the wake of the Trump hysteria to get them back in control so that we can have some more wars. 
Here's another one on Raw Story, which is another left-leaning outlet just gushing over the Bush administration. Bush ethics lawyer, the January 6th committee needs to follow the money. So we're going to listen to George Bush's ethics lawyer on January 6th. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It needs to follow the money? How ironic is that? Considering that Donald Rumsfeld's company, Monsanto, made money on the war, that Liz Cheney's father's company, KBR Halliburton, made insane amounts of money on the war, George Bush's family is in the oil business, and they made an insane amount of money on the war. You know, I just, I, I, I'm flabbergasted that we are this stupid. That, that now it's just, it's great, guys. We just need to get the, the, the real leaders of the Republican Party back and that everything will somehow be better. What the fuck? So when you guys are raging about protecting children, as long as they're not in the womb, maybe we should talk about the other children that are not as privileged as you, who live in the countries that people like Liz Cheney the neoconservatives, and the entire Bush administration at all prey on. And a fuckload more of them died than any have died in America. You guys are endlessly whining about people speaking from a privileged perspective. Let me know when somebody's dropped bombs on your country and murdered your entire family. You know, and then destroyed your entire neighborhood. And, well, I mean, aside from when you did it yourself, because you were told that somehow that would affect something back in 2020. See how that works out. Regardless, this hypocrisy is beyond the pale. Protect kids. Well, except for these kids. These ones, for some reason, are just not as important. At least not as important as shitting on Trump. If you're willing to crap on Trump... We don't care how many kids in foreign countries you murder. People who think that this perspective is enlightened activism, I, I just... Unbelievable. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I know I was a bit more crude in that one. God, you should have seen the way I felt about it a couple days ago. I was literally ranting in my house about this because I just couldn't believe it. Again, if you want to hunt down Trump and go after Trump, you go right in ahead. I get it. You know, you don't like January 6th. But for the love of God, do not simp for Liz Cheney. Do not simp for George Bush. They're all war criminals and murderers. And just five minutes ago, it was all about no more dead kids. And now, all of a sudden, we well, we only meant dead kids locally you know we, we didn't mean thousands of dead kids at the hands of these people that we're gushing over now so uh, i'm gonna be having a lot more content guys uh, i'm gonna be doing a lot more work on that stuff i kind of needed to get in the right mentality and i think i'm back now um and i'm still looking for supporters on patreon so if you can support my work i would seriously appreciate it i'm struggling right now doing my best to float this th what it is, is these gas prices really wreck everything about your life, more or less. Um, I just filled up my gas tank. It was over $80. So anything you can give via PayPal, via Patreon, etc., is highly appreciated. Um, thanks again for tuning in. And, you know, thanks again to anybody who might have super chatted this when I went ahead and premiered it. I don't know if you did or not. But 
please share my stuff, like, and subscribe and go to v-radio.us um, where you can find my other mediums. Cause you can also watch me on BitChute. You can watch me on anchor podcast or rather. Well, yeah, it's basically Spotify allows videos. Um, I've also got a, uh, Odyssey channel, a rumble channel, and you can join me on social media. I'm going to be doing a lot of my research for my upcoming shows. I'm going to be using my discord channel for that a lot. And then there people help me with that. So you guys can kind of see my shows formulate before they even come out. Um, and if there's anything you want me to cover, um, please do. I had some requests about Julian Assange. The only reason I haven't talked about Julian Assange was um, because of the fact that it's something I feel is getting a lot of coverage. Um, and I don't really know that I necessarily have anything to add, aside from the fact that I definitely thank the guy, because if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have known just how bad Iraq actually was. So... Thanks again for tuning in, guys. I should have more content, possibly even today. I'm still in the process of researching some right now, as I believe that I've come to some conclusions about where the shift in peaceful to violent activism comes from. And there was a district attorney uh, who was recently recalled in San Francisco for being soft on crime. Come to find out, his parents were both members of the Weather Underground, which was a terrorist group that has been influencing the more militant chapters of Black Lives Matter and Antifa. So there's a connection there we're going to talk about in a future episode. Thanks for tuning in.